I think I have all of the controls up. Hello, and welcome back to the Great American Witch. If you believe it, we are in Session 9. Uh, if you have not yet seen Session 8, I highly encourage that you watch or listen to Session 8 before you listen to this one. Uh, that was quite uh, an episode. Um, you can find all the past sessions at happyjacks.org, Great American Witch, slash Great American Witch. And you are at the Happy Jacks RPG Network. I forgot to mention that. I think maybe you would have noticed uh, with the logo and branding and all of that. Uh, if you'd like to see other Happy Jack shows, you can go to happyjacks.org slash shows. I'm Christopher Gray. I am the uh, game's guide and also the game's creator. Uh, and that's that's my dog, who I think maybe saw a neighbor kid on a skateboard or maybe a man with a hat. I'm not sure. Uh, but man anyway. Man with a hat? Man with a hat. You? So weird to see a hat. Mark. <laughs> uh Thank you, everyone, that turned out for that Kickstarter. I am honestly very shocked uh, that there was such a strong, uh, heartwarming reception. I really appreciate that. Uh, that will be in your hands in less than a month. So uh, we're just waiting on the physical proof, and, and we'll have that to you. Um, I also wanted to tell you that uh, Jim... Hi, Angus. Dog's name is Angus. He kind of looks like a British gentleman. He's got a beard. He has lots of opinions about the state of the world today. Uh, but I wanted to say that Jim is not going to make it with us tonight because he is preparing for Strategicon, which is coming up on Friday. Does anybody have Friday's date? What is that, the 7th? Uh, Friday the 4th. 4th. So that is happening on September 4th on Friday. And um, we'll be going until uh, throughout Labor Day, the following day. And uh, it's all online. So this is your chance really to play with some Happy Jacks folks. We're going to be there. I'm running two sessions of which on the calendar. I'll also be hanging out in uh, Tomes's Games on Demand. And I'll probably run stuff there. If not, I'll be playing stuff. Um, I'm not sure how, how are, are you all going to be able to make it? I hope you can. Uh. Sadly, not for me. Tricky weekend. Uh, but anyway, I hope you can make it, uh, all of you listeners. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so check out strategicon.net if you want to have more information about that. But I think that's it for uh, my announcements. Why don't we uh, take it with the players and uh, let's introduce ourselves. I think we usually start with Emily. Yeah, I think so. Uh, hi, I'm Emily. I'm playing uh, Abigail. She is the uh, of the craft of Hecate. And I'm muting myself because Abigail's nowhere right now. And if I just listen tonight, that's... Well, she, you know, she's in Michigan. That's somewhere. She's somewhere. Yeah, she exists. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you want to take it, uh, Mac? I don't, but I will. No. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Mac. I'm playing Amelda Lake, who goes by Mel, and it is the craft of Lilith, and some shit got real real for her last time. Yes, indeed it did. And uh, last but not least, Joe. Hey everybody, I'm Joe, and I am playing Albert, who is the craft of the spider grandmother I I believe the next few episodes we'll see Albert navigating all twelve stages of grief and recovery. So we'll we'll see how that happens. 
I think I'm in. I'm, I think I'm in denial right now. We'll see. Denial ain't just a river in Egypt. Well, okay, yeah, and so, uh, spoilers, if uh, you have not checked out prior episode, it is important that you do, because some things broke, and you'll need to know the details of that before you move into this session. Um, So, just to uh, do our recap, (laughs) how do I begin? Um, In short, the coven has dissolved. Um, A lot of pressure... uh, uh, was applied to many individuals within the coven and cave in particular, in my humble opinion, broke. Now, Jim um, says that he's not able to attend tonight because of Strategicon. I really think it's because he doesn't really want to fess up with what his character has done. And maybe he is um, trying to just hope that we can fix it so he can just come back. Um, but he, yeah, yeah, so Cape um, uh, ended up murdering Raven's parents uh, as long, along with some law enforcement officials, some state troopers. Uh, uh, wait, the sheriff in particular uh, was uh, controlled into doing so. So the um, uh, Cape was, was booted out of the coven by Albert. Hmm. Uh, during that session, also, we discovered that Mac, uh, Mac's character, Mel, is now um, a vampire. And we don't know why, how, or when that happened, but we did see that that was the case. Um, and Mel has, has vacated the uh, area and has moved, uh, apparently moved in with her, her uh, foster mother. Uh, now, uh, Abigail, on the other hand... <laughs> Well, maybe on the same hand, um, was uh, probably shocked to the bone. I don't really want to speak on her behalf, but she ended up leaving uh, w- not only with uh, her, uh, with Megan, her her, her um, probably spouse, soon to be spouse, uh, but also with our our favorite church boy from <laughs> from the church, uh, and they all uh, left the town altogether uh, to get away from all of this. So. So basically, everybody scattered. Uh, all that was left was Albert and Raven, and um, they ended up moving in with Joseph, with what was left of his hearth, the abandoned train station. So that's kind of where we left everything. Uh, it's it's going to be uh, an interesting journey, I think, from here on out. So we'll go ahead and jump right in. Did I miss anything? I don't know. I've been kind of reeling about this, so I have all the details pretty fresh <laughs> in my head. Um, so. Why don't we uh, why don't we take a moment and let's explore first of all I don't know where should we start Why don't we do a um, I we normally start with a montage but I don't really want to do that this time I think I want to start right in the action um, Let's go with mm, Let's look at Mel This is a lot of unanswered questions here Yes. So um, why don't we uh, go ahead and do a um, a momentum chapter because we don't know really what's going to happen. I think it's fair to say none of us really know what's going to happen. Um, I think part of the strength of the system is that it's okay that we don't know what's going to happen. We'll play to find out. Um, oh, we have a visitor. Yes, best visitor ever. For those just listening, there was a kitten, and you should watch just for the kitten. 
<laughs> I think maybe her, her voice ended up in the microphone. Now she wants to jump on my equipment. That's just going to be very interesting if she chooses to do that. Okay, so um, <laughs> Mel is with her foster mom uh, in the house. I don't know. Is it is it true that nobody really knows about this, about the foster mom, about the house, about Mel, where Mel would possibly be? Um, I think that probably Albert and Cabe would know. I feel like they knew the background of why she ended up um, – where she did with the coven and everything and uh, would have given them that basic information. I know Albert definitely knows because there was discussion about it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she's, um, she's with her, her foster mother, Jennifer. Uh, And when we last left them, uh, I think Jennifer realized at this point, or maybe knew already that she was, she had turned herself and sort of give me that. Well, I told you so sort of expression and, Mm -hmm. Um, and then resigned. Well, at least we have each other. So um, why don't we start from 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 there? So maybe the the following night. Now I need to remind you that um, every night that passes is closer to the winter solstice, which means it's also closer to the uh, full solar eclipse is happening on the winter solstice, where everything's mm-hmm. going to go down. So uh, it's it's hard for me to, as a guide, say it's the next night. Yeah, that means where the clock is now much closer. But let's say it is the next night. I think we need a day to breathe after all of that, um, and to sleep, and to sleep and rest. And <laughs> so um, when night opens up, that's uh, we'll we'll take it as a momentum. So you'll you'll still you'll still need to know your aspect, but we don't know really what conflicts the conflicts if they escalate. We might need, might need to change the chapter. Um, right now, our conflicts are pretty big. We don't have any personal conflicts going on really to speak of. I'm going to switch over to. You know, just a couple little things we got to deal with. Someone on chat just said muted. Is somebody muted? Check two, three. It looks like my sound's coming through. Hmm. I'm muted, but it's intentional. (laughs) Okay, well, if the chat person can tell us which one they can't hear, we will try to fix it. I, um... I'm oh, seeing my they audio. Can, they can hear us now. Okay, cool. I wonder if it's because I... Sw- oh, uh, 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 there. Let's just keep going and hopefully it won't happen again. Oh, it was when you switched to desktop. That's good to know. So I have to, I have to keep this window open on this computer. Yay. How, how Thanks, often chat. have we done this? Okay, okay, cool. Anyway, thank you for that. So let's take it with momentum. And in momentum, we... Uh, we are just going to kind of figure out what happens now. Uh, Jennifer is, um, at what she we've already discussed that she has not been taking care of the place or herself. Yeah, she's been really in a wild state. Um, you think that she's probably been feeding, but haphazardly and out of necessity. Um, so 
Where is Mel when she wakes? Where does she sleep? Um, I think they both sleep in the basement of the house because it's the most secure and the darkest. So when Mel comes to uh, consciousness, there is a very, very deep to her core hunger um, that was momentarily satiated last night, but is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a sort of hunger that she's never experienced before. Uh, well, she did yesterday, but it's just like, it's, it's, it's overwhelming. It's sort of like the kind of thing where, um, like if you wake up in the middle of the night, extraordinarily thirsty and you really can't do anything until you have water. It's like yeah. that, but for hunger. So I had one of those moments actually last night, which is why it's pretty fresh. But that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what she's experiencing. And um, and her mother is sitting across the basement. It's an unfinished basement. Um, I think there's probably a utility sink down there, um, which has been used to store bodies recently. And um, the, the, obviously there's been a lot of carnage down here that she just sort of has let stay there and rot. There's no flesh in here that's edible. Yeah. But she has been feeding down here. And she's sitting back, and I, I kind of picture her sort of like in an old uh, sports jersey, like some sort of Indiana sports team, and sweats. And it's sort of what she's just wears all the time now, unwashed, unkempt. And she's just staring at you in the darkness, not blinking. We need to go out and feed I guess that's the word for it I'm okay maybe you need to are you okay though it's been about four nights you can't possibly be okay cause I'm sure as hell not and I thought the whole thing that we agreed to is that we were going to do this together. Salem, Indiana is a town of 5,280 souls. If I feed every night, the percentage becomes noticeable. Now there's two of us. Have you tried not killing them? Maybe a few different people? I can't. We should try. Because otherwise there's no other way that we're going to make it through this. Either that or... I don't know. Try animals? Do you remember Thanksgiving when I would make you wait to have any bit of food? You had to help me clean the house. We get everybody ready. We would be cooking all day. I remember. And when it became time to to eat... 
there was very little you could do to stop until you were full. What if on Thanksgiving I had allowed you to have half a sandwich? Would that have satiated the hunger that you felt waiting for the, not just the, the meal, but the ritual and the energy around the meal? Here's a half of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Would that have fixed things? Or would that have made it worse? We're not talking about a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, though. We're not talking about Thanksgiving. We're talking about living beings. And I did this to help you to understand. And damn it, I'm trying, okay? Well, now you understand. And I understand we need to try harder, both of us. What do you suggest we do? If we can't stop ourselves, we're going to have to try to make it a few nights at a time. But... I don't think I can do that right now. But maybe we can find one person in between us that maybe that would be enough for a while. Or like I said, I don't know, have you have you tried I don't know going after other animals, something not human? That's what I was trying to explain. Is that it, what you meant by the half a sandwich? It doesn't at all help. Do you remember what it was like when you drew the life from them? It's more than only blood. Are there other Are there others in this town like us? Maybe. I haven't gone searching them out, but we could check, we could look. When you were what you were, I couldn't handle the smell of you. It was uh, too overwhelming. Maybe one of your kind would help us last longer. I don't know. I... There might be some we could go after, but not right now. Not until I know where to go. And I'll be back. I'm going to go see if I can get some more information. And 
Maybe that is something we can try. Okay. I can keep waiting. You have to learn to control it. I'm going to do my best. And Mel is going to leave and go searching for Albert. Okay. Uh, so, Albert. Yes. You are in the train station. That used to be the hearth of Joseph's coven. Uh, um, as you know, all of the witches were 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 murdered by these supernatural crows. Uh, the crows aren't gone, by the way. There are. It's like it's like the birds. I mean, they're all over the place, and and the town has sort of kind of gotten used to it. They don't seem to be going anywhere. Train station is just covered with them, but many of them aren't inside. So when Joseph brings you in there, uh, he he kind of gets you. If you recall, we went down below to where the trains were, and that's sort of where he used to stay. He went and um, after he brought you there and Raven, he went to go and and try to get more information about what's going on. In particular, he's wondering when the witches are going to start arriving for the solstice. So he kind of he's kind of went back to the service and um, went to investigate some. And he's he's heading to the church, but he's going to go to other places too. And expects to be back, but you've been waiting all day and he hasn't come back yet. Mm. So uh, you're in the station there with Raven. Raven has just been, you know, playing match three games on her phone. Kind of bored. A little frustrated. Um, Albert's going to take a moment to just have a, a heart-to-heart with Raven, if he can, because... He wants to know where she's at um, with everything that's going on and her parents. Um, So, yeah, I I sit down with Raven and I ask her how she's processing all of this. I think the world is falling apart around me so I'm mostly interested in the fact that I can still get wireless on my phone Raven I have to I have to tell you that what's ahead of us will require more death death on all sides death of people who were part of your family before you found us. So let me ask you, how are you really? Well, you know, I'm not fucking great. I'm not amazing, if that's what you're asking. I'm thinking maybe... uh, Maybe this town needs a battle crow. The 
only thing keeping those ravens out that I want them to stay out. I told you I stopped them when they came after our hearth. I didn't do some big magic trick or I wasn't on a fucking broom or anything. I just told them to stop and they did. Those are birds out there. You know that, right? I have been trying so hard to protect you and keep you safe, but it seems like we need you to protect us. Who is protecting you? I am not. Maybe I should. You people are the ones that are pulling out shotguns and shooting Ravenkind out of their car, then eating on their flesh as they're dying. You're the ones doing that. And you're leaving? You're running away? Where's your coven, Albert? I thought you were going to fix this. The coven is here. It just hasn't arrived yet. Cabe acted he did what he did I cannot speak for him but he's no longer one of us I doubt he ever will be I don't know if he can ever be redeemed but he is not what witches are he is not what we are here to do he is not what we are to become and so how many of you are coming to Salem as we speak? How many caves are in there? I heard it. They're they're trying to stop witches. Have you thought maybe we're on the wrong side? That ever occurred to you? What would the right side look like? Maybe a world in which somebody can't just pick up a police car and throw it into a building I don't know I there's a lot about this coven that I wanted to believe in and uh, I took you out of that place to rebuild it I think you can but I've been thinking today to what end Let's say we get everybody back. What next? We make sure this never happens again. You couldn't stop it the first time. That doesn't mean we quit. This is a coven of two, Albert. Then we'll just have to grow. All of the witches are coming here. Witches that will no doubt by now have heard of what happened in New Orleans. Witches that will be confused, lost, and looking for a leader. Looking for some sign of what to do. Some sign of how to act. What do you think they're going to look? They're going to look at the last remaining of the sisters. They're going to look at Lola. 
I'm not gonna let that happen. The hearth is a promise and a safety for all witches and for all who seek shelter. That will never end as long as I draw breath. All of the witches are coming. I intend to bring them into the fold. I intend to save them so that we can save each other. Now, I'm done protecting you because you don't need me. But I will ask you, if you want to be part of the right side of history here, be part of this. Let's see how your monologue worked. Um, why don't you roll uh, a befriend against Raven as uncertain? Oh my goodness. Which okay. is a mercy roll. I didn't, uh, whatever aspect you happen to be in might affect this. If you it are be, in maiden, then you would have a bonus. I would not be in maiden. But let's see. Let's see what happens. Five. Okay. You know, I, I think I could just kind of, I think I can handle this myself. Good luck, Albert. She changes into a raven and flies out of the train station. You can see through the broken windows and the crumbling arches. Tens of thousands of ravens are following her. Good luck, Raven. Um, Albert takes out his cell phone. He sees the recording that Cabe made him record. Swipes it off the screen, but he doesn't really know how to work the phone, so he ends up playing the video back again, and he's just seeing it happen again, and he just... He breathes through it, turns the power button off and then turns it back on and he begins to try to compose a textual message communication to Mel. Does Mel have her phone with her? Probably. Well, she was looking for Albert, right? Mm -hmm. What does the message say? Um, it's just the, the address to the, the train station. And in the end, it says, I miss you. Be safe. Mel sort of shakes her head when she gets it, you know, not happy about where Albert has decided to go, but starts making her way there anyway. As, um, as she's going, uh, the night sky, it's a winter night, kind of clear. Um, is completely eclipsed by tens of thousands of ravens flying overhead. After a couple minutes, it's gone as they passed over. Did all of them look like... Uh, did they all look the same? Or would Raven have looked different? Uh, I, I will allow the dice to determine that. Uh, the conflict is Raven is uncertain still in play, and uh, you're, you would be rolling awareness, which is a wisdom roll. Okay. And what aspect are you in? Uh, crone. Okay. So it's just uh, whatever your wisdom bonus is. Which I think is a whopping 
Zero. Nice. Yes. Let's do it. Uh, I got a four. <laughs> so, yeah. not very aware of of anything. Yeah, you you can't tell. And what's more, um, it looks like the work of some very ancient magic. That something is not right. Obviously, something's not right because there are all these ravens flying. But this is like it kind of gives you that sort of. Um, if uh you know frankenstein's monster is afraid of fire you get that sort of feeling it's almost like your your vampiric point of view now is sort of getting in your way so all you can think about is hunger okay old mel may have been able to figure that out uh that she might have (laughs) but old mel isn't here anymore (laughs) um so, uh, I forgot in this kind of chapter, can we use spells? Yes. It's just, um, they're usually not like, it's not like a life or death kind of conflict. We're just dealing with mundane conflicts mostly. If it escalates, we'll change the chapter. Okay. Because I'd like to get close to the train station, but reach out. I have a power that lets me speak within the mind of another witch. Mm-hmm. and try and contact Albert specifically. All right. Um, I think I put a uh, conflict on the board called hunger. Okay. And I think that's the conflict you have to confront. Because that I have you, to be able to push through that first? Yeah, you are just too strung out right now to do anything constructive. Okay. So, um so yeah. What would you like me to roll? The, well, roll this, the the magic. So if if it's a divination, whatever, it whatever is. it is, yeah. So roll wisdom. Yep. And with my in- zero wisdom bonus <laughs> yeah. uh, against hunger. Okay. Oh boy, dice! Don't be assholes. Oh no. Oh no, I rolled snake eyes. Nice. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Albert goes into a coma. Right? <laughs> no, the conflict was not Albert. The conflict was hunger. Yeah, this is going to be bad times. Oops. So, um... Sorry, random person, I'm going to eat. <laughs> yeah, you called it. <laughs> so, I mean, there's just like this... Uh, it's this this woman who has been working at a cafe or a restaurant all night, probably maybe a barista. You can't tell. Sort of, you don't you don't care. You're hungry. Sure. Uh, it's just driving her Ford Focus home, and you don't remember anything after that except that you are sitting in a Ford Focus, completely covered in blood, and she's dead and drained at your on your lap. The glass is broken. You must have flown in. You don't know. You blacked out. Um. And you're just this. This car is going, and it's like it's playing like you know, you know, it, it, like Tori Amos. Just she had uh, a CD music in there. To eat to. Uh, it's just like, and it's happened in a flash. Hmm. The good news is you're not hungry anymore. Yeah, that that is good news, I guess. Um. 
Oof. I try my best to wipe myself up, but there's just, it's just too much blood. There's just no way. And I pull out my phone and I wipe the blood off the screen and text Albert back. Can't come who dangerous. And then I send him an address and say, don't come inside. I send him um, the address for my foster mother. A um, random car is slowing down as it passes you. Another sort of blue collar car. And there's a young guy kind of looking out the window and he sees you, the broken window and all of the blood. And it's sort of like slowing down and then he speeds up. And he's grabbing his phone. You can see him calling as he's driving away. Great. I'm going to ignore him and I'm going to get the hell out of there. And you're gone. I mean, you're starting to discover your vampire abilities. You can go as fast as thought. In just a couple of blinks, you're standing at wherever you want to be. I go back to Jennifer's and slam the door behind me and I just sink against the door and just crying. She walks up to you, um, comforts you, you know, wipes away tears and doesn't work as well as you thought, does it? I just didn't want you to be alone anymore. I thought this would help. I thought I could help. Instead of making one monster, you've made two. What do you want? What do you want me to do? I wanted you to kill me. How could I kill the closest thing to a mother I've ever had? I'm not your mother anymore. If you can think that now, were you ever? Sure. At one time, I'd like to think so. What we are, we are monsters. We're not even animals. Well, I have somebody hopefully coming that I can talk to, and maybe there's something we can do to at least be at peace for a little while. Because I still can't kill you. I just, I can't. Please. I can't. It's past that. Past that time anyway. This is the rest of our life. She kind of just walks away. Um, A bit impassive. Considering. Mel just sits there. Does Albert go there? Albert 
goes there. Um, before doing so, he he takes a. So he's at the he's at the abandoned station. Um, has there been a lot of structural damage, or did it look like they came in, messed people up, and left? Or is the structure intact? Well, the structure was never oh. really great to begin with. Uh, so <laughs> right. if there if there were windows, right. they're all broken now, and okay. some of the arches that held the windows are broken, collapsing. Um, what Albert wants to check before he heads out is. Um, so I'm going by memory, or maybe we can retcon. Um, this train station used to be active, but it hasn't been active for, like, what was that, like 50 years or something like that? That sounds right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the lo- the rail lines are, are they, like, underneath the station? Is that yeah. the deal? Yeah. In my head, it's a lot like Central Station, you know, and gotcha. they kind of go yeah. out from there. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Okay. Um Cool. Actually, if you've been to Detroit, this is basically a stage. The train station in my head is the one in Detroit. I will Google that later. Um, <laughs> cool. That's that's what I need for now. Um, Albert is going oh, uh, to. Yeah. Albert is going to cut into his wrist and bleed into a very small bottle or cup that he finds laying up strewn somewhere. Um. And then he's going to head out to the address, but it's an Albert old Starbucks drive. cup. Okay, perfect. I had narrative control. Um, I could just say that. That's awesome. Albert's <laughs> going to um, pull up the Uber app, and like there are no drivers because there, there are ravens everywhere, and so like, the wait is crazy long, and there's like crazy high spikes in price. But he orders an Uber. And he take he's going to take the Uber over to the address. Okay, let's, let's switch to meeting because I think you all could use a little bit of time. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so tense right now. <laughs> so we arrive at um, Mel's foster mother Jennifer's house, um, just kind of a nondescript sort of Midwest ranch style house, but it has been uncared for for quite some time. Um. And it's you, you guys. You have the meeting, so go for it. Uh, Albert's going to wait outside. Um, he's not going to enter the house because he's going to follow the text instructions. Albert's not good at reading pantomime. Um, and- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, th- I forgot I was on mute. I have neighbors upstairs that are apparently just banging metal together. <laughs> I'm not really sure what's happening. It's very obnoxious. They're bowling. I hope not. Mm. <laughs> um, mm. But um, the there's the door, and then there's that like metal um, screen door out front. And Mel cracks the actual door just a little bit, and like checks the locks again on the metal door, and just looks at you through this like sliver of doorway um albert produces the cup and just sets it on the ground but you know like i believe you know exactly what that is what's in the cup why would you bring that here you need it and so does your mother if i'm not mistaken (laughs) 
do you realize how little of an amount that is compared to how much we can actually consume? Well, I am recovering from all of my broken ribs, so this is all I can spare for now. I know. I, it's, it's a weird gesture, man. But I, I appreciate it. I just, it's, it's not going to do ever, very much. Have you ever had witch blood? I can't say that I have. You may find that a little goes a long way, especially one as ancient as mine. Okay. Speaking of, tell me about this other coven that we're worried about. My mother. It's absolutely her. And she has completely lost all of her senses. She's drunk with power and vengeance, and she will not stop. I fear that with all of the witches responding to the eclipse and coming here, they're going to be looking for leadership. And the only person left is Lola, who we now know has been working with my mother this whole time. Would you say that things would be better if perhaps those two people were taken off the board? Completely. I don't see any other alternative. Then help point us in the right direction. At least maybe we can use whatever this is for some something that's not completely awful. I think we need to find Lola, intercept her. She will be the last standing sister in the world, which is will listen to what she says, and she's going to point them all here where they will be taken care of, just like they did with Joseph's coven, just like they did to us. I'm not going to let that happen. We're going to find Lola and make sure that any witch she has access to will not listen to her. Maybe there's time to save the rest of us. We need an army. No one can listen to her if she doesn't have a throat anymore. I'm sorry that it had to be this way. You know, it's funny. Stupid as my idea was, I think I think I was inspired by our conversation. I thought that this would be better that I could understand that I could help be the kind of person that you've always thought that I was. And now I can never be that person. You're wrong. Because you already are. You chose to come here to help your mother. Knowing the risk. 
knowing how difficult it would be, knowing that it may be damn near impossible, but you chose it anyway. No one on this earth knows that pain more than I do to choose what is right, even if you know it isn't going to work. But it makes you a better person because you choose it. Not a person anymore, Albert. And neither am I. I made a lot of hot fudge sundays for you, but uh, the coven's been destroyed and the house is gone. I don't think we should ever go back. Wouldn't imagine I could anyway. And Cabe is no longer one of us. I've rescinded his right and claim to protection in our coven. Cabe? Really? He's lost. And I cannot spare any more loss. Raven has also flown the coop. I'm sure she would really appreciate your pun. I was keeping that one. I was hoping she would be around to hear it. But that wouldn't make sense if she had flown the coop. I realize that now. My sense of humor is returning. We'll call it that for now. Sure. I missed you. I missed you too. What can we do for your mother? Point her in the direction of some witches she can sink her teeth into. Do you have any friends? Anyone you know who will join us? Albert. You guys are my family. That we're kind of it. Well, that makes us a new coven, then. That's enough for me. We need to find Lola. Find out what she's saying. And make sure the witches don't fall for it. And when they come, we have to make sure that they don't fall into her grasp, that they don't walk into a trap. We might just turn this around yet. And Where do we start? I'll need to contact Lola. I'll need to look into the webs, but I may need someone to watch over me. I might draw attention when I go searching. Are you suggesting I should be that person? Because I'm not exactly safe to be around right now. That's exactly the kind of protection I need. What if I hurt you? You can't hurt me. These teeth say otherwise. I've survived worse. If we survive this, you and I are going to have a really long talk one of these days. I intend it. Will you watch over me? Yeah, let me 
take this and she points at the Starbucks cup. Let me take that to to Jennifer and I'll be right back. What what is the effect of witches but you have narrative control, so what is the effect of witch blood on vampires? Um, um mm, that's interesting. Uh I think it definitely has got more oomph to it than you know other stuff would, so I think it probably will be satiating for longer. And probably ups the vampire's natural abilities a little bit, too. Which is part of why witches wouldn't want their blood to be had by vampires, generally, because it makes it, makes super vampires. <laughs> Alright, cool. Um, so, it sounds like the mission, then, is to seek out Lola. Um... We'll give Abigail a little more time. <laughs> Why don't we go ahead and just jump into that? Okay. So uh, this is a mission, which means your aspect, any magic you cast within your aspect will be at wheel. Uh, so go ahead and choose your aspects carefully with that in mind. And then let me know how you want to set this up. Ooh, um, I'm definitely going to be in Mother. Going to be in Crone. <laughs> well, yes. it makes sense for a lot of reasons. <laughs> um, I I picture it as kind of like um, in the X-Men movies where Xavier puts on Cerebro and he's kind of like looking at everything. Um. It's kind of like that, only Albert is doing it internally. Um, and he's looking at what are just the essence of remaining witches on the world doing, and like what are they listening to, and trying to triangulate. The assumption is Lola's the last remaining sister, so people are going to be looking for instruction and things like that. Um, to see if he can triangulate, okay, what is Lola saying and where is she and whatever info I can glean. So that'll that'll be a divination spell. Yeah, and since it's not something that's really in your craft, it would normally be a woe, but since you are in Mother, it's just going to be a straight roll. Nice. And you're rolling against Lola, the conflict. Oh, great. Her name was Lola. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised that hasn't come up yet. Nine. All right. There's a roll. That's good. That's not a uh, bad. <laughs> um, as it happens, it doesn't take very long at all to locate her. Uh, now you're not going beyond the veil. You're just divining internally. No, this is just through through the spider grandmother. Yeah. And there is it's suddenly like um uh like th- those moments at night when you are on the edge of sleep and you lurch out. A bed because it feels like you're about to fall it's like mm. that uh, mm. and all of a sudden you're standing in that kind of black water space that you were before uh you met your mother and behind the veil yeah and yeah lola standing there um and it looks like that she has found the detection followed you there and blocked everybody out mm. 
It's a successful roll, so you can tell that that's what happened. But you are cut off from the rest of it. Okay. Uh, and she is wearing um, a floral dress, kind of thing you would wear to church. Her hair is immaculately curled, permed. Uh, and she walks up with a big smile. She's wearing heels. Oh. Did you need something? Yeah, I felt it was necessary to inform you that we failed to clean up those little messes you told us to clean up. Shame. It really is a shame. I did give you the chance, and now... What? You're exposed. Um... Albert's going to do kind of a long con here. He's going to try to keep her talking, but he's going to be, he's trying to bluff doing a curse um, without letting her know, which I'm dealing with Lola, so that's going to be crazy hard, but he's going to try anyway. Um, and the the conflict, can, is still anything in play, really? Storm Coven, uh, if that's what you want to confront? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you don't, yeah, you're still good. So do you want to do that? Okay. Yes. Um, th- so what I'm trying to do is I want to cast the curse of nobody will listen to the subject, abide by their wisdom. Like this whole thing was just, I just needed to get in front of Lola to cast right. the spell. So you're going to discredit her, right? Right. And hopefully get some witches to not listen to her and not fall for the trap they're setting up. Okay, uh, roll for it. Um, I think you are. Is that is that within your aspect? This is yes. Okay, good. This so is you, a mother. So you yeah. get a, you get a wheel then. Oh, sweet! I will take it. Oh, okay. Seven. Okay. Wait. Uh, plus my mother. Uh, so is that wisdom? Yes. So eight. And she it looks like she's about to go off on a monologue, probably a taunt, mm-hmm. and then just kind of blinks and sees what you're doing and unravels. Mm. Uh, okay. And she is now standing in front of Mel. It's sort of a, an apparition. I, I imagine you went down into the basement to do this. Yeah, somewhere where we can contain as much as we could. It, yeah, she appears before Mel as sort of like a ghostly apparition. Oh. And her 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 form has changed. She looks um, much more elderly, and she's wearing black clothes and a black wide-brimmed hat and kind of a black net over her face, a veil. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, now, I guess this means war. And you fuck yourself, <laughs> Mel. You are feeling something seizing inside of your body, like you're being grabbed from the inside. Hmm. Let's see if I can do a magic about this. I want to try and curse her. I know that this is an apparition, but I I think in a moment of panic, that's going to be the first. Uh. 
immediate thought is to throw a curse her way. Mm -hmm. Conflict is Lola is attacking. Okay. Um, straight up roll? Uh, it depends. What's your aspect? It is the curse in that aspect. Yes, it is. Okay, and it's a wheel. All right. It shows well maybe on your dice, aspects. <laughs> maybe the dice won't be garbage this time. Uh, I got an eight. Okay, what's the curse? Actually, wait, I got a nine. Um, that the subject will bleed from all bodily orifices until they die. The um, the you know, it's an apparition. Yeah, though, the apparition. So. Uh, Ectoplasm. <laughs> <laughs> the apparition begins kind of like disintegrating and flickering, and then she starts to scream a kind of retaliation, but it's too late. She's gone. Uh, the, the catch is that it was an apparition, so it didn't actually sure. happen, but you did boot out the, the thing she was doing. And at that point, Albert probably comes to the shields that she put up are gone mm. okay um does that mean i now have access again to other witches mm -hmm. or get a sense of okay um i have no idea mechanically how this would work but the intent is like it, like put up a beacon or like a sick or a message like Kind of like a like because of Gondor are lit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those things where we shut off the fake signal and we broadcast like this is the resistance, <laughs> kind of a thing. Okay, do not uh, fall for Lola. <laughs> we're convening another. We're convening another convention. Is like the tone. Okay, this would be a. Um, trying to decide. It, it depends on the intent. The intent is to rally people against. This is this is when you have to ask why in the game. Um, yeah, is to rally against the threat. So this is really a protection. So this is a mercy. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, it would be a mercy. Well, it would be either a maiden spell. I, I think it's divination. So I think it's a maiden divination. Mm. Uh, which okay. means that would be a wisdom roll, uh, but it's outside of your aspect, so it would be a straight roll. Uh, mm. However, it's not something you know how to do. Right. So in this case, it would be woe. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, I miscalculated with my last roll. I actually had two more points. Oops. Oh, that would have been. Oh, you would have had narrative control. Yeah. Oops. It's too late oops. now. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry. I might have just screwed us off. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Ooh, uh, five. Uh, the conflict is um, that. Well, yeah, five still. Yeah. Well, we didn't have a really conflict, and we didn't really have a conflict in play that would work. So, and the reason this matters is because if you want to go after Lola or Storm Coven, you'd have to pay a, a charm. But then mm -hmm. that's important because if you do, that means then you can have narrative and control. I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so otherwise, I'll just I'll just take it and run with it, and pay you charm. <laughs> let's see, we have three episodes left. Um, <laughs> let's let's give us some advantage because I'm not feeling too good right now. Okay. I will go ahead and pay that charm, sir. Okay, so you're going after Storm, Storm Coven, and then you have narrative yes. control. So what happens uh, on that? I mean, it's a it's a, a, a failure, but you still can 
tell me what what goes on. Um, so I I mask it so that Lola doesn't necessarily know immediately. Um, she probably still thinks the plan is as she said, but um, people start to not listen to her. Um, also, my message starts to get broadcasted out, but it's on like the sub channel. Um, and people are not going to listen to Lola. People are going to convene here, but they're not going to where Lola told them to go. We're going to meet at the train station. And um, I try to relay as much as I can about the situation. Um, but I don't know how people receive it, if they believe it. I think the intent is just that people are not going to just immediately go to... Um, where Lola tells them they're going to meet at the train station. So you're gonna, gonna it's like a, a, it's like a mixed bag where it's like you know the the resistance right. comes, but it's just like not as many as you would hope. Right, almost. But like they're not listening to her, you know. So it's yes. kind of like a right. right. Okay, I got it. Yeah. All right. I totally would have done something different, but that works. That's fine. You can have it. You paid for it. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, anything? I mean, that's basically the mission, right? Unless you wanted to do something else. You good? Uh, I'm okay for now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I think at this point we do need to finally go to Abigail. What? <laughs> Been quiet for a while. Um, Abigail's in Michigan. Am I? Are you? I thought that's what you said you were yeah, doing. Yeah, I am. Yep. I'm in Michigan. I'm in Michigan. Yep. UP. I, I just pictured some, like, hunting lodge, but I don't know where you are. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, it's like um, there's uh, – I'm in Ironwood, Michigan, which is in the Upper Peninsula. It's a very uh, uh, small town on the banks of Lake – I think Lake Michigan. might be Lake Superior. I'd have to look at a map. <laughs> One of the Great Lakes – uh, and Megan's family has a cabin there that is has some heating, but is not particularly warm. Um, and that is where we are hiding out. In, and Michigan uh, in December. Yeah, in Michigan in December. And um, yeah, uh, I'm going to say that whatever we're doing, whatever's about to happen, Abigail is walking back from the grocery store with food aplenty. In the snow. I, I've been in Michigan in January. I imagine it's similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can't breathe, kind of cold. Yeah. Walking back from the store with with bag of groceries. Okay. Um, and before we get started, I think this might be a momentum, but w- you have Megan all, and also, um, oh, man, why did I forget his name? Alex. <gasps> Alex, thank you. Alex Hale. Yeah. With you. And, and they're in the lodge. Yeah, it took it took a little bit to convince Alex, um, but he was pretty rattled. Um, so uh, this is what a day later, two days later, probably. Uh, it's probably what six eight hours to get up there. I yeah. would imagine in the so, snow yeah. and stuff, and you probably had a night. So let's say this is like two days later. Yeah. So um, they they ran over to the church and got Alex Hale and then got the heck out of town. Um, and as far as Abigail knows, everybody's dead. She hasn't heard from anybody. Uh, she set Raven free. She thinks Raven is gone forever. Um, so it's just her and Megan and Alex. And um, 
she's uh yeah she's in 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 guy mode she's in guy clothes she doesn't have her makeup on or anything like that she's just trying to blend in it's making her very unhappy well um a familiar four by four pulls up kind of next to you uh this is your dad's car and he's driving it and he's got like the ear warming sort of like Russian hat thing that he wears in the cold. Mm. And next to him is Raven. And he rolls down the window. Um, she told me where to find you. I thought you were... And like I just look right past him. I'm like, I thought you were gonna go like live your life. You were supposed to escape and follow the path to greater riches or whatever. She has, you know, the arms crossed in that teenager way. You are such a fucking idiot. And 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 your dad just like would you I assume get get in, I'll take you to I'll take you to the cabin. Yeah, I'm well I mean like I'm extremely cold. Yes. So yes, I'm getting in this car. Um my dad has apparently embraced me and uh, Raven of course is my younger sister. Uh, surrogate younger sister. That's the wrong use of the word surrogate, but you get me. Um yeah, so I, I get in the back seat of this truck and oh my god, it's great and I set the groceries down and take off my gloves and like do the hold my hands over the like ventil vents and look up at them like yes we're at the cabin um i have alex he's not dead you don't have to worry about that he's alive he's a little grouchy we're making him chop firewood well that's good to hear uh abigail thank you uh, now your friend here has told me a lot of things Mm-hmm. Now, I tried to share the scripture with her, but she's not all that receptive. She didn't take to it, I imagine, yeah. And that's okay. Uh, but, you know, we did have a long trip, and um, we did share quite a bit. And I know about your witchy ways. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that. Uh, yeah. Now, I don't know what to make of any of this, uh, but I do want you to come home. You're safe at home. I can take care of you. Your, 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 your town can take care of you. Your, your friends can take care of you. You can't just go up and to our cabin, which is partially heated in the middle of winter, and just, just hide like a, like a rabbit in a foxhole. Dad, you are much much, much safer here with me and with Raven than you would be back there. Bad things are coming and if we have to ride out the apocalypse, this is a way better place to do it. Uh, son, I, I, I... Daughter, I know where I am with the Lord. The apocalypse doesn't scare me. Now, I am a little scared for you, and none of us can help you if you are just sticking your head in the hole. Oh, here's the cabin. He pulls up. 
um, they haven't. They, I, I'm, I'm just going to say this is true, and you tell me if I need to spend a term. They haven't <laughs> been here since Abigail's mom died, so it's been a while. Well, that's got to be true. Yeah, that's got to be yeah. true. She died kind of recently. Yeah, it's kind of overgrown. It's not in the best shape, but uh, uh, Abigail and Megan have been trying to to fix it up, and then Alex is out in the front yard chopping firewood as promised. Well, he actually did it. That's really great. <laughs> he seems, he he seems delighted to see the four by four because he recognizes yeah. it too. <clears throat> Um. Yeah. Listen, I really appreciate you coming up here to take me home, but I got to think about Megan. I got to think about Alex. Alex. People want him dead, and Megan. I can't put her through anything more. Abigail, seriously, what the fuck? What? What the actual fuck? Get hey, in the Raven. car. We're going back to Salem. We're going to do it now. D- Cave is kicked out of the coven. Albert is the only one left. I don't know what happened to Mel. All of the witches are coming. You think that Albert and I can do this by ourselves? Just be honest. If you do, okay, I'll go home. But I don't have a lot of faith in my abilities right now. I couldn't stop any of this. I couldn't save you. Well, that seems to be a theme with this uh, powerful coven of witches. You know what? I'm going to convert to Christianity. Maybe there's something there. Great. I'll do it. Give me the Bible. What do I do? Is there an oath? And, and the dad yeah, is sort okay. of like, So listen, listen. Oh, I can talk you through this. Okay. So uh, I've been doing this my whole life. Uh, it, you know what? You can be a witch and you can believe in whatever you want. It's not like mutually exclusive. Sorry. I No, we're not going to do this. Alex is walking over at this point, kind of warming his hands. Look. Uh, Pastor, uh, good to see you up here. Uh, hope uh, hope you have some good news for all of us. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, Raven. I, I can't, I can't, I can't leave everybody. You know, if things are going to happen. Just, I can't, I can't let you down again. I've let you down too many times, and I don't know. I really thought it was going to be okay when I set you free. I didn't think you'd find your way back. So, why didn't you follow the path? The path brought me all the way right back to. Albert. Oh. Okay. Um. Then maybe all you need is him. I don't think you need me. So, uh, Raven, I think her mind's made up. Um, I'm not going to force anybody to do anything that they don't want to do. Maybe we need to head back. Well, I'd like to see one of these magic tricks before I go. All right. Do you want to talk to Mom? 
Now, this isn't a time to be funny, and I'm not something I want you to be I'm funny not, about. I'm not being funny. I got here yesterday. She's here. This is apparently where she's been, I thought. Your she mother is with God. Way. She is with God. She will go to be with God when she's finished whatever it is she needs to do here. And I think... Was there something between the two of you that was still, I don't know, unfinished, open? Even just something small. There was something pretty major, as a matter of fact. Did it... We're going to make this a meeting. I need to give you a little okay. more narrative control. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, Abigail's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, she's here, but she won't talk to me. And that's like really weird. If she has unfinished business with you, then she should be hanging around Salem. So why is she here? Can you just tell me what happened? He looks over at Raven, who sort of shrugs and says, well, you saw me turn into a bird, so you know that maybe she's telling the truth. Yeah, I used to uh, go to this cabin when I needed to be away from your mother. I just thought she never knew. Oh, okay. If she's in there, like you say, I, I should go talk to her. All right. Um, well, uh, that's going to be hard for you to do, but I can. I, I can. You, you can talk to her, and she. I can relay her messages back. Um, yeah, I guess that might be the best way to do it. And then I would um, really not rather you not know all of the details. I would like you to have at least an ounce of respect for your father okay. when this is all done. Well, she seems pretty drawn to the master bedroom, so I have a pretty good guess. But if you want to go in there, look into a mirror, speak your truth to her, and if she has something to say, she might show up if your heart is open to that. So I'll um, leave you to it. And then we'll have dinner, I guess. Megan's going to make pancakes. Lord save me. He um, whispers a prayer and then goes inside. Um, but you have narrative control, so you get to determine what happens. This is not me being lazy. I'm just playing by the rules. No, that's great. Um, he goes upstairs, goes into the master bedroom. Abigail steps back into the, um, it's like a, like a fairly large cabin, so she steps back into like the main room, which is looking up, and there's a balcony over there. He just disappeared into. Um, and she just kind of watches. And you can hear the murmur of his voice. And clearly, 
there's deep emotion in it, very, um, you know, some anger, some sadness, some grief. And then there's like a very sharp, short cry and then silence. And then Abigail feels something lift from the house and the door opens and her dad comes back and he's white as a sheep. And, um, she knows that whatever was here, um, he's put it right. Yeah, he's, um, he doesn't say much. He says, well, uh, I'm going to go back home. I, I hope you come with me. I don't want unfinished business. If I'm going to die, I might as well die alongside my friends. But I want Megan and Alex to stay here in the cabin so they can be safe if things go south. I will stay right here, says Alex with his perfect teeth. Great. Good for you, Alex. Uh, Megan? Um, I'll let you take care of Megan. I think she would obviously want to stay, but I don't want to take control of that character. No. Um, yeah, she's going to stay. And it's been obvious to, I mean... It's been obvious to Abigail that there's something sparking between Megan and Alex. So there is not, it is not a, an undifficult thing, but also it's pretty clear that Megan doesn't want to be with a woman and that's okay. That's how this is. So she leaves them. And, um, I mean, everybody has pancakes first because who's going to turn down breakfast for dinner? Um, right. So yeah. that, that Vermont maple is in there, you know. She gets in the car and she can see in her dad's eyes that he saw what was building there too. And um, she just shakes her head and says, Megan's a really good person. Maybe she can make him better. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Let's go. Raven has more than a fair share of the pancakes. <laughs> She's walking out. Her dad says, well, uh, Paul told us in the book of Romans that there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And I know that you are, even if you are a witch. Maybe yeah. we need more witches. I still like hearing you preach. Well, I ain't ever going to stop that. Good. Now we have a long drive, and I've got some Billy Graham queued up for you. Great. Exactly what I wanted to hear. Um, actually, do you like Ariana Grande? Uh, she's the one that keeps on showing too much of her legs. I don't think um, so. 
Braven, you like Ariana Grande, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, she's all right. She's pretty good, I guess. All right. Two against one. We're doing this. <laughs> and you drive into the night. Hooray. Uh, what's going on in Salem during this? Because now we are, uh, we said two days. So this is, we're now like on day three. Vampires have to sleep. Um, what's going on with Albert while while Mel is while Mel is resting after that confrontation with yeah. Ella? Um. So, mechanic question: um, How many tokens do we start with each session? Is it just the one token? Just one. Yeah. Dang! I forgot something. Okay, that's all right. Um, now you can earn more um, by uh, you know accepting a conflict that's already been confronted okay um, uh, and there's another way to earn them i completely forgot what's the other way there's three ways oh don't you create don't you create a uh situation and then i earn the token that way yeah uh, uh, like yeah the the easiest way is to have to uh confront something that's been confronted escalate. yeah and, and i can okay. escalate okay um so I just want to pitch this as an idea and see if we think if we need a montage. Cool. If you need narrative control, we can go right. into montage. Um, I was really liking the idea of uh, a train comes, and um, it's from one of the either like a a coven that heard the resistance message or something or. Um, I want to work in the train station and I want there to be a mobile hearth is what Albert's it sounds like you need out a of game it, trying it, to build. It, it sounds like it, it sounds like you need a montage so you can just okay. run with your idea. Cool. Cool. Let's do that. Go um, for it. Yeah. Um, so Albert starts to um, set up like a like a a room where it's it's all he's doing his whole spider web craziness thing again, but now this time he's the webs represent contact points and potential people that he can reach out to and people that might have heard his message and he's trying to coordinate all of this and kind of guide people to the train station um, and I think we can cut away with that, right? Like we, we can come back and see what progresses, but that's what Albert's working towards. He's, he sees an image of a train arriving and it's, it's people that have heard the message, but he doesn't know where or how or who or the details yet, but that's what he's hoping this timeline will play into. Okay. Uh, and do we want a montage with, with Mel I think since she's waiting basically until there's more information from Albert, um, I think she's trying to reverse what she did to herself and is having zero success. Um, Cause what she had done originally was the same spell that she had done to Jennifer, except that she had performed it in a mirror and that's how she managed to, turn herself into a vampire but she's trying desperately to figure out a way back and everything she's trying just isn't working 
Oh, the hunger sets in when she's up again. She didn't have any of Albert's blood, but the yeah. Jennifer, on the other hand, is sort of like disappearing and reappearing around the basement, kind of like a. It's almost like it's magic, but she's just moving so fast, uh, and she has so much energy, and you actually kind of see her happy, probably for the first time in God knows how long, because she's full content in control of her faculties and she's sort of impatient waiting for the sun to go down and the moment that it goes down she's out she didn't even say goodbye she's gone presumably to hunt or you don't know what i mean uh yeah we'll keep it at kind of a momentum level so if you want to stop her you can but that's that's her intent she's just gonna go and enjoy this newfound power I think Mel would be too happy um, to see her in a comfortable, happy place to stop her. Um, But as soon as she goes flitting out into the night, Mel is just that. I think that's probably when she starts sitting in front of the mirror and trying to figure out a way back. Cause if there's a way back for her, then there's maybe a way back for Jennifer. Mm -hmm. But nothing's working. But nothing's working. Okay, so... Um, and she just feels exhausted, too, with the hunger and all of that as well. So a 4x4 uh, a four four drives up to the train station. Not the train you were hoping for. I'll take it. <laughs> Kind of an elderly um, man comes out. Not elderly, but middle-aged. Um, and uh, Raven comes out of the other side of the truck. And then Abigail. And um, you are all parked in front of this train station. And Raven's arms crossed, looking up at it. So this is home, I guess. Hey, Albert. Welcome home. Uh, if you all want a place with heat, uh, I've got a pretty big building. I don't know how witches feel about crosses, pews, or prayer books, but I, I think it might be more comfortable than this place. If you just go, go come back to my church. If you don't mind, I mean, we're not vampires. And then Abigail stops herself. Most of us aren't vampires. We can handle crosses. But it's up to Albert. Albert, Albert um, has been through a lot. And if he wants to stay here, I'll stay here with him. There will be no shortage of people needing rest and protection. A church may be a comfortable place for them to seek shelter. But as for myself, I will remain here. We have plans. Okay. Dad, uh, yeah, set the church up for as many people as you can get it. And... I'm going to stay here with Albert and Ray. You should go with my dad. You shouldn't be here. 
I, I'm not going to go with your dad. Oh, come on, you wanted to learn more about Christianity. No. Just like a little while ago, you were like... I'm sorry, sir, you're, you're kind. Thank you. I'm, I, I need to be here. Okay. Alright. Well, I'll, uh, I'll head out then. Okay. To, I'll be along to check in. Love you, Dad. I love you. Be safe. Uh, I'll be praying. That's all I can do. So the moment that he's off, uh, we're still in momentum, by the way. Um, the railroad crossing starts to ding, which is something it hasn't done in multiple decades. Um, Albert immediately shifts into Crone, and he's just, he's hoping this is what he thinks, but he's prepared if it isn't. There is a train, maybe? It's a, you know, somewhat modern engine, uh, but maybe modern for 1979. And is toting with it some coach cars is rolling into the station like it was a normal transportation normal day normal time it looks pretty dilapidated kind of rusted over uh and in the snow you know you can even see that some of the windows are broken but yeah a train is coming into salem indiana's train station for the first time in 40 50 years Albert stands um, at the receiving platform, and he he's he's waiting. He's he's hoping, uh, but he's if the past weeks have taught him anything, um, it's to to always expect the other shoe to drop. The uh, train comes to a stop. It's sort of more of a crunching stop, as it's like you know hitting rail yeah. that has no business. Yeah having a train on it right it's like grinding itself <laughs> to a- <laughs> one of the doors opens and um a man comes out with long hair trench coat hasn't washed in many 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 days and a bottle of bourbon and behind them are like three four other individuals men and women so i'm not so clear um all kind of this sort of ragtag group and then they, they so at the end of the day, about six people come out. And the man with the bourbon walks up. <coughs> I got your message. My friends call me Argyle, and it's because of the socks, but I do have Scottish blood. And this is it. Where are your revolutionaries? This... This train, will it, will it travel to other places? That train barely made it here. <coughs> uh, viva la revolution. Fuck the seven. And all the horses they ran in on. I'm Argyle. I'm I have Scottish blood. Is this by any chance because of your socks? I do wear... Socks with an Argyle print. This is Mandy, Cherub, 
I'm sorry, I forgot your name. Sammy. He lists off some other names. My name is Albert. We've been, yeah, we know. We've been waiting for this. My name is Albert, and this is a safe space. No, it ain't. This is a safe space. That's funny, Al. Uh, can I call you Al? Al, listen. Uh, Mandy here needs some shoes. She, um, it's cold and she doesn't have any shoes. So you got like a Payless or something around here. I can, I can get her some shoes. That's good. That's good. Hey, uh, I'm Argyle. I'm Abigail. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Have you thought about selling a reality show about your family? I think it probably would do really well. Oh, we're not kidding. Um, well, Mandy, but the rest of us. We, sure. Um, just, you know, fun setup. Yeah. Train, coffin. We'll do what we can to extend our protection and support to all witches in this time. But know that I thought we, we were overthrowing battle. I thought we were taking on Lola. We are. Alright. Well, we've been waiting to do that. Where did you come from? Are you from the same coven? Yes. Uh, yeah, we're from Detroit. And may I ask what manner of coven? Well, Gary, you? really. Kind of in between. Hey, if I you take the, the rail past Detroit there's the mill um, we're kind of off uh, of there Albert's going to summon a, a, a deep blast of wind <laughs> just like shut the fuck up kind of wind alright got our fucking attention now <laughs> do I have to roll for that or no. uh, okay. <laughs> he'll, he'll do that he does that We are facing a revolution that may cost the lives of all witches. So pardon me if I am impertinent or impatient. But I have to know what coven you came from. Divine, whispers, seekers, storm. Oh, we're inverted. Broken circle. Yeah, all of us, we are, we are, you know, we need to take down the covens but no Mandy really does need some shoes though yeah we're, we're on it um, what size she says uh, seven okay um, yeah I, I have some uh, uh, my um, fia, uh, friends uh, shoes are in the the suitcase here. Um, tennis shoes, okay. Yeah. Great. Um, sneakers. These are like a seven and a half. So they'll be a little big, but it's fine. It's fine. Great. We'll Great. see. So all of your provisions. We need to know what you know. What was the last word you received from Lola? Oh, we haven't. What information to her. do you have? We haven't talked to her. No, we've been sniffing. We Were any of you attacked? Attacked? Who would attack us? No one knows we even exist. We've been living in the goddamn underground. The, the steel mill's been shut down since, what, 62? 
in this underground, is there a way to use it, navigate it still, undetected? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's a whole installation. Nobody goes in there anymore. That's why we took it. It's a mill. It's like a whole, it's, you know, steel. Welcome the to the revolution. Thing. All right. He does a cheer with his bottle of bourbon. This all you got? Because, you know, we're fucked if that's true. Where's this the is just the beginning. Uh, okay. I, I needed your train. All right, let's cut to let's cut to Mel. She's been awful quiet. She wasn't here to witness this, unfortunately. No, I'm very sad about that too. <laughs> um, you can you can arrive if you would like to. Um, I think at a certain point she's going to get frustrated with what she's up to and go to the train station. Uh, so then you would see this motley crew of um, revolutionaries. One of them is putting on a pair of shoes. <laughs> The other has taken too many pulls from bourbon. And the others are just kind of quietly staring. And you can, the most of all, I think you notice Raven's expression, which is sort of like unblinking, eyes furrowed, permanent WTF across her face as she's uh, staring at these people. Oh, uh, at them. Um. But Raven's there. And Abigail. Looks like I'm late to the party. Hi. Hi. Do you want to talk? I think maybe this particular time and place and group might not be my best option. Yeah, you got the vampire then? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. I'm Argyle. That's Who's in tight? That's <laughs> vampires funny. That's Sammy. Are these? Uh, is this your backup, Albert? The beginning. A spark. God, I hope so. I hope it's just the beginning. They have a magic train. That's kind of cool. Well, I mean, we're gonna have to. Magic's gone. You gotta put some more in. <clears throat> so we got a magic train that's running on empty, and I'm not even gonna begin to describe everyone who came from the train. Um, our odds are not looking good. Well, I'm back. Yes, you are back. So it's the three of us, and then a bunch of, like, Dick's Sporting Goods shoppers from Detroit. We got Gary, that kind of. It's in between. <laughs> we got Joseph. I mean, it's not a lot, but... We're so fucked. I don't know. Before I found the hearth in Salem, I rode the rails. Seeking shelter. Finding my place amongst the dregs, the outcasts, the inverted, the broken. I was just like them. If you can accept me, 
do them the same favor if you can. These might be the exact revolutionaries we need. Well, I'm a fucking vampire, so I really can't say much about anybody else's living choices. So, I guess, welcome aboard. Welcome to whatever this team is. Yeah, we need a like a cool name, like the the the, the second wave, or the the fifteenth vanguard, or I don't know. Help me out here. I'll leave that entirely in your hands. You were always meant to give us the name. I'll think on it. That means Albert is out of ideas. <laughs> I know, but. We'll figure it out. Okay. Where do What's we go next? from here? This isn't enough, but it's a start. We'll need to reach out, find more, and go to the people that are ready to stand. We will go to them before Lola gets to them. We'll need to fix this train. We'll need to gather resources. And I imagine before we head out, we'll all need some breadsticks. I'm going to opt out on the breadsticks, but thanks. Little too much garlic on top. Weirdly, that was one of the things that was true. So that was fun to find out. Hey, so we got this offer to stay in a church. Like, could you have done that? Or would you have, like, had to run away? It sounds mildly uncomfortable, uh, even if I wasn't what I was. So, sure, regular it's, Mel probably would have run away too. I mean, it's heated, which is a step up over this place. But I'm not exactly particular to hot or cold temperatures mm. anymore. Sure, good point. Yeah, let's. Uh... Let's send where, out the where, signal. Where do we push? Where do you need the train? Argyle like lifts up his arm, and the train actually levitates, spins around, and he drops it on the track, so it's pointing the other way, and it kind of like clunks into place. We'll need to fortify it, rebuild it, expand it. This is as good a place as any. It's fine. Fine won't be enough. Does he always talk like this? Hey, Al, you need to lighten up, man. Seriously. Listen, Another gust see, of wind like, blows through his space. hair. I have been working on my sense of humor. Yeah, I can tell. Look at Johnny Carson here. It's really coming along, Albert. Really coming along. Um, yeah. All right. What's nothing. What's next? Um, or is this um? Or is this our? It's early, but is this our stopping point? I feel like the next thing that we do is probably going to be a really big pivotal plot point, and we don't have Jim. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm thinking too. Because the only person missing is Joseph. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, listeners. It's kind of an early night, but that happens when you have smaller groups. This, this, 
this system works pretty fast with smaller groups. So mm-hmm. I think we might need to end it there. Did you want to take a montage before we do, or are we just going to end sort of in media res? I think it's a good place to end. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I think we'll we'll go ahead and stop there. Unless somebody wants to insert anything. Um, just for fun, Albert is on his um, control room slash web room, and he hangs up the names of future revolutionaries, and there are three particular names, and it just says Lawrence Mulligan and Lafayette. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Easter egg. <laughs> Uh, I get the reference. <laughs> Lafayette does. That, he does that reference. He does well in the first revolution, but the second one doesn't go so well for him. Mm. We don't need to. We don't need to have any spoilers. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the end of tonight's session. We will be back on September fourteenth. I think we alluded already that the the campaign is kind of coming to its climax. So we've got uh, at least three sessions left. Uh, it's hard to tell with these things, but I think that the story is coming to its climax. So we'll we'll see what happens. I think the solstice is going to be coming quicker than you think. So uh, go to happyjacks.org slash great American witch to catch all the other episodes. Uh, if you want to find out the uh, or watch the other APs on Happy Jacks, visit happyjacks.org slash shows. Uh, I'm Christopher Gray. And who else do we have with us? Emily. Uh, yes. Hi, I'm Emily Vanderwerf. You can find me on twitter.com at twitter twitter.com slash uh emily vdw um i get up to all manner of things i'm also in the uh the savage worlds game every wednesday night here on happy jacks rpg network um and you can also find all the other stuff i do by looking at my twitter account um yeah oh by the way if we can just stretch this out another four sessions we could end on halloween week so (laughs) oh that might be worth doing (laughs) <laughs> even if it's like a recap episode or something i don't know yeah. oh a tell all yeah it'll just it'll just be like uh, we'll get out starcross it'll just be alex and megan falling in love like that'll be the whole thing oh my god albert does an ama session where he looks into all your futures <laughs> <laughs> nice and I then i eat that. all of the audience <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll find a way out of it right maybe not <laughs> speaking of vampires mac Hey, so, hi, I'm Mac, usually a werewolf, this time a vampire, so that's super fun. You can find my shenanigans online as at Strange Like That. That's the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitters. It's maybe been a little quiet lately because I just moved to the Pacific Northwest, so broadcasting from lovely Oregon right now. And uh, you can also catch me over at 12-Sided Stories, which is a highly produced podcast with sound effects and music and is a lot of fun. And right now we're in the middle of our Heliotrope campaign. And I'm happy to announce that Unquiet Blood is coming back for season two, which is a Vampire the Masquerade game that I am running. Ooh, that sounds fun. What night that? Do you know what night that's going to be on? Oh, Happy Jacks, it's a podcast. So it's any night that you feel like downloading it. <laughs> Great answer. All right. Uh, last but not least, Joe. 
Hey, y'all. I'm Joe, and you can find me here most Monday nights for the short foreseeable future for Great American Witch and uh, Lighthearted with Kurt Potts. Um, having an awesome time. Thank you all so much for being so welcoming to the new guy. Um, amazing, amazing storytelling from these games and the players and the GMs. Um, looking forward to seeing you all in the stories that I'm in and potential future ones. Awesome. Uh, well, you're a veteran now. I mean, I'm not sure you're the new guy anymore. <laughs> I still feel new. Uh, <laughs> and this is my second. Yeah, I, I'm in, I've been in three now, so I still feel new. So. Oh. Well, I've uh, been here for 87 <laughs> years. <laughs> I've always been on the sidelines and here and there. This is my first campaign. <laughs> all right, great. Well, we will see you all on September 14th, and uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll give you some Bye. drums, and then we'll Ciao. cut out.